just continue in worship. Just continue in worship in your own words. In the spirit, if you can just continue to worship. They've led us this far. Let's take it further. Worship in the spirit. Worship in the spirit. Lord, we worship you. Mandele Bradusa Tale Gracias. Engeli Bradusa Tale Bradisia. Catala Bradusa Tale Bradenis. E Catala Bradisia Tale Bradusas. You are worthy of our worship, Lord. You are worthy of our worship, O God. Mandele Bregadisiatas. E Catala Bras. Reke de lebrosa siente libra dulce. Rabagata lebra dulce celebra dice. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for your love towards us. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for grace. We thank you for favor. Thank you because you are God. We give you all the worship. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. Amen. Can you celebrate Jesus? Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Um, please help me welcome somebody to church. It's always. Um, a privilege, I mean, to be in God's presence. Um, so we shouldn't take it for granted, and we don't take it for granted. I know that um, God's house is where we can be ourselves, and at the same time, we hear something. God speaks to us, and then we're even changed even further into an image that looks more like Him. Amen. So this is a place to be transformed. Hallelujah. All right. So. Um, Today is the last um, day we'll be talking on power, money, and sex. So this is going to be a bit of a roundup and maybe some kind of recap. Praise God. So um, we started with power. And um, some of the things I got personally was um, the fact that all source of power is God. That's power should in the marriage, the source of power, the source of the balance of power should originate from God, then trickle down to the husband and then the wife. That's the same thing with the authority. Praise God. Um, and then we talked about money. And um, Pastor specifically said that. Uh, God is our source. I believe Pastor Key said that as well. God is our source, isn't he? So we're not looking at the salary. We're not looking at how it's coming in. We're looking at God, who is the source. So the salary is literally just an expression um, where we show our faith and then where we see God's faithfulness at work. Praise God. Um, I don't know if Pastor Jethro talked about sex. So me too, I'll skip it. Um, last week, I tried to listen to what was being said, but I think I spent more time praying so that some things will not be said. But um, sex is good when it is 
It sounds so weird. So I will look down as if I'm looking at something important. Sex is good when it's done under God. That sounds very weird. Okay. But yes, sex is, is, is a source of power and it can also be a source of destruction. That's what we learned last week. I don't know if you caught that revelation about when you come into agreement. Husband and wife, when you come into agreement and then you seal it in the place of um, prayer and other activities. And the couple that gave that testimony said it's working for them. If you don't know what I'm saying, it means you're not in service. Either that or you're listening to something else. Either way, go and listen to it again. It's not from my mouth till you hear that one. Praise God. Just take my word for it that it was good. And then go and check. Praise God. Alright, so that's power, money, and sex. And then today, like I said, will be a bit of a roundup. Um, whether we want to agree with it or not, whether we want to be Christians about it or not, life can be hard. Forget your confession. Sometimes you wonder why. Are we sure this is heaven? No, no. Are we sure we are still on earth? Have they, has there been a transition? Have some people left and then this is either what the... Um, it's you that said it. Hell. She said hell. So life can be hard. Now, I can now imagine life without God. So what's the definition of hell? Hell is a place where you are separated from God. So some people have lived um, life here on earth, literally being in hell. Because they are already separated from God. And they are living here. So same thing with marriage. You are married... And you're not doing marriage with God. You're already experiencing a bit of hell. Whether you want to admit it or not. Whether you have money or not. Because money now seems to be the yardstick to know whether you are um, doing good or not. But I tell you for free that money is not in any way a measurement to show whether you are under grace or not. Praise God. So... Marriage without God, because God is the source. From everything we've heard, God is the source. He is the originator of marriage. He is the creator of marriage. He, it, was, it was his idea. And then he started marriage, and then somewhere down the line, we now think that we can take the idea from him. We can take the prototype and now try and modify it. And it hasn't worked. It hasn't helped anybody that has tried to do marriage in their own, on their own terms. Because it wasn't meant to. We say it over and over again. When you remove a thing from a source, the thing starts to die. It might not happen immediately, but the truth is, the fact that your fan is still spinning after you've disconnected, it doesn't mean that the fan is not dead. So there will come a time where marriage will look, that marriage by the world standard will look disgusting. And it's already getting there. That's why a lot of people would rather not get married. Now, if you are a Christian and you are following that line, it's because you are looking at the wrong thing. Praise God. Am I making sense? If you are looking at marriage and like, this thing should not be done because of what I'm seeing, I 
put it to you that you are looking at the wrong people, you are looking at the wrong thing, you are listening to the wrong people. Because if you do my God's way, then it is a blessing. Because the function and the purpose of marriage was that it should come and ease people's stress, not add to the stress. Am I making sense? So, like I said, if you are not seeing the fruitful, the fruits of marriage, if you are not seeing the benefits of marriage, then you need to do a rethink and a recheck. You need to do a review. Praise God. So, having said, if you run away with, okay, so we have power, money, and sex, and we said, I'm happy that we said a lot of things and everything was based on scripture, because that's how it's meant to be. But the truth is, if you take the words and the, the, if you try to squeeze out just the juice and you're not eating everything, you will be left with just um, self-help and motivational speaking without power. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, if you, somebody comes now and writes out all the steps, maybe Pastor K or Pastor M said, and you want to run with that, just the steps without the spirit, then you're already wrong. You're already, you are doomed to fail. Like the Bible says, that is a cost. Because you are, you are uh, empowered to fail already. So, we need to be very deliberate about bringing in the God factor into the marriage or into any marriage talk. For it to be complete. Because that's where we started from. God is the source. Now we are saying that God also is one that runs it. Not you. God is the source. So, I don't know if this is a good time, but if you are not born again, and you are still praying, maybe you are not married, or you are married and you are not born again, the reason is not working. Maybe, most likely, most definitely is the fact that there is no God in the equation. I can tell you that for free. Because if it's by money or the outward, I keep saying it, as in if somebody can be beating my own Halliberry. If you've been in church long enough, you know that. Do we know Halle Berry? I know she's, she's not very active anymore. But when we were getting married, I told my wife, there are two of them. I'm not a polygamist, but they're just two. Halle Berry and they are long. And I told my wife, that if any of these people come and say, oh yeah, I keep saying that Nyalong married the wrong Nigerian. If she, they come now and say, oh yeah, I'm ready. I'll tell my wife, it's been real, man. <laughs> In my own generation, when we were growing up and the hormones were raging, those were the people that were foiling the hormones. Okay? You're laughing too much. <laughs> I think we're in the same WhatsApp group. <laughs> But if these people, with all their beauty, all their power, all their money, could end up in the papers being beaten by their spouses or their partners, then who are you? Because the last time I checked, I know Halle Berry. So if they beat you, I'm like, you did something. <laughs> 
I'm already biased. Now, what am I saying? The outward will not save you, and it will not save your marriage. Money will not save your marriage. Outward beauty will not save your marriage. Your influence, whatever it is you think you have or you own that is on the outside, cannot save your marriage. There's something I say, and I've been saying it a lot more recently, and I don't know why. I'm not faithful to my wife because I love her. Sometimes I think, I think love, at least by the world standard, is a concept that is, I don't even know the English, but it's not it. So I tell people that I'm not in, I'm not faithful to my wife. I'm not in my marriage. I'm not going 15 years because I love my wife. I do this because I fear God. I do this because I love God. So if you are single in a house, you have an opportunity. You have an opportunity to choose right from now. And that's why it baffles me every time. Like, is it that you don't see the stories? You don't hear people talk to you. You don't have people that are pulling your ear to know that you cannot be unequally yoked. Because too many times I've seen wives, I've seen even husbands, they will come to me and they're like, come and talk to my wife. I'm like, what did she do? And they go into this long thing about what they did and what they did not do and how they're not living up to standard. And I'm like, but I told you not to marry this person. Not because she's a bad person, but because she's not submitted to God. That's how it works. No matter how good you are, it's not, it's not, you think, yes, I mean, we're supposed to be saying that our wives are the most beautiful things we've ever seen, but it's not true. She's not here, so I can say it. She didn't come to church. We just found out last night that we were preaching, so it's good, we're fine. So she already said, oh, I'm going to Elijah, I'm like, it's good, going, because I need to say some things. She's not the most beautiful person I've ever seen. She's not the most beautiful person I've, I've seen today. Can we talk? Is it okay? Are you angry? She, she's not. I'm sorry. I'm not. It's true. Praise God. She's not... She's not the most respectful person that, has, that I've encountered. There are, some, there are some people, like in church, for instance. This is an instance, and I'm, there's still examples outside, though. There are people that will, the way they will revere you, you'll be looking at your wife and like, oh, so can you not see? But it cannot be about all those things. So I have to look beyond the person and look at the God that I was always obedient to even before I met, I met her. If not, if it's by the person that is kneeling down to greet me and is asking how my day was and, ah, oh, you look tired. And did you have you eaten? All those things that you people say. Because you're in church. You're here. If it's by that one, I'll have many wives. Well, it can't be that. 
the discipline of our faith says that we need to be content. So, that's why I said that a lot of your marriage discipline will come from your discipline as a Christian before you even come into the marriage. So that you are learning contentment. You are learning to abound and be abased, however uh, Paul put it. You know how to be content in plenty and in small. So that when the wife comes, oh, even if she was very, 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 very fine, when you married her, because she is very, 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 very fine, you people will be doing a lot of last week. I'm waiting for you to sink. We got it, Abby. You'll be doing a lot of last week, so the children will be plenty. And then you now say she has lost her shape. So if all you are attracted to was the external, then you'll be looking for the next shape that is not her. Because you will not be like, why are you not going to the gym? Why are you not? You don't even listen. Let me go and sort myself. Praise God. So we learn contentment before we enter the marriage. We learn service before we enter the marriage. We learn sacrifice before we enter the marriage. Yesterday I was at uh, the, um, the, the um, um, children's church, PG, that leaders had a retreat. And I got there and I saw a lot of um, married women with children. And they were there and they have been there since Friday. Abby? Yeah. So it was Friday all the way into this morning. And I mean, I was joking. I was like, ah, they released you. Because I know, I mean, so especially if you have young children or all of that, if you have older ones, it's still okay. But the fact that your husband understands the sacrifice required for service and he's not saying, ah, so who we cook for us? It's Friday. And who, what are we going to do? What are we going to eat? Why? You, you can't go. But they were all there. Because they understand service. And I, hopefully the husbands understood that this thing was already ongoing before I met this person. Praise God. So, and that, that's what we've been going on about all through the, the month. The fact that you cannot, if you can't base anything outside of this word. So that, I, there was still somebody that was coming, that met me last week and she was like, eh, now I, want to, I want to marry. I'm ready to marry, according to her. And I'm like, oh, what do you want to marry? I mean, what? What kind of person do you want to marry? And she, she was saying many things. I'm like, but, but, but look at you. You know, you, there are some things you can't claim. So my own is that I use somebody else's prayer points the way you are now. You come to church when you want. You serve when you want. You give when you want. You are not, you've not learned the discipline of service. There's a sincerity of service. There's a sincerity of prayer. And that's good. But that will not take you far. Sometimes it's a discipline. When you feel like and when you do not feel like. When you feel like showing up in church and when you don't feel like. For some reason, I was still checking my phone. So, yesterday was this weekend. I was in long. So, I set my alarm as usual. My alarm is constant. And I didn't hear it. And I didn't wake up till late. That's apart from the fact that we are not even prepared for the service. Praise God. 
you would think that I was missing an appointment with the president with the way I was driving to this place. That's because no, who wants to beat me here? Who, who, Jonathan, like, who do I answer to here? But I'm not doing it for any of this. God, I, I, I hope I'm making sense. My service is to God. I do a lot of things for my son and my children to see so that they also, okay, so that yesterday while I was speaking at the, the, they, they asked me to come and talk to them. So <laughs> I was talking, my son was beside me. So as in preaching and teaching, my son was beside me eating rice and chicken because there was food. I'm already exposing him to the life. Do you understand? It was there. And then, <laughs> when we left, they packaged some things and put in the car. So my son sat at the back. Me, I was driving. He was going through what they packaged. And then I'm like, Uncle, what, what are you doing there? Like, eh, that this thing they gave us. I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> he was already saying which one is for him, and this one is for, which one is for us, not even for you, because everything is for him. It's just that there's one that is particular to him. And then he'll be like, why are they giving you this? So now he's learning honor. Do you see it now? So he's learning service. He's learning honor. He did not want to go. I dragged, so they'll meet him now. They're resuming tomorrow, at least most of the schools. I dragged him. He didn't want to. But I'm like, this is discipline of what we do. If you are not teaching it now, when? Isn't when your children are wayward and doing all that, and you know, like, hey, we are good to church. And then you sit at home, and you are sending them to TN to go and raise your children, or David Sammy. It starts from you. So if you've not gotten it right it's time to get it right today. Hopefully, before you get married. So, he's wondering why we are shouting in the morning. We are, get ready, get ready. And we get to church and nobody is in church. Not that church has started, though. And that's the discipline of our calling. So, he knows that we don't handle God's things lightly from when he's 12. Praise God. So that's why we do what we do. That's why we are basing our entire life. Because everything else changes. Everything is fluid. What was a boy yesterday may not be a boy tomorrow. The definition of the family has changed. I mean, so if it's by definitions, it will change. Before, in your textbooks, in primary school textbooks, it used to be father, mother, and child. Now, in some countries, it is two parents. Do you see this social change of words? But it's everything. So that means two parents can be mother, mother, and child. So if it's by definition, if you are the scholarly type and you want to be defined and into or placed into a box, you cannot do that. Because everything is changing. So this should be... This should be... My Bible is inside. So this should be your standard. We don't carry physical Bibles anymore like before. 
So, you version. Praise God. So, that's why it must always be tied to the source. If not, it will be distorted. You must, you cannot remove the God factor from it. God cannot be too much. God cannot be too much in your marriage. Praise God. Um, so we have um, the story of Samuel. How Samuel going to ministry, basically. And this is kind of to buttress what I'm saying. First time Samuel heard God's voice. He didn't understand it. Abby, do we know that story? They are brought, so Samuel was an answer to a prayer, but the, his mom still handed him over to God. And he was in the temple serving, and Eli was the prophet and the priest at that time. And um, he heard God, because God was thinking it's time for this young man to step into the position. Now, God called him. He, he, he ran to Eli, like, did you call me? And Eli said, I didn't call you. Go and sleep. He went back, heard two more times, and on the third time, Eli was like, this might be God. Abby? And I believe that's where the training started. I don't think it was just enough that he heard, and that was the end of it. I think there, were, there was other things that might have been said. And even if not, somebody still has to show him the way. So for a lot of us men that think that we can live this life and this marriage without guidance, where did we hear that one from? If you are not humble to be able to submit yourself to the voice of somebody else who has gone through what you are going through or what you will go through, then you are not a very wise man. You don't need to figure it out if somebody else has figured it out. Praise God. So imagine, I, I don't know how many times, and God is patient. So imagine, I can imagine that God is still calling Samuel to today. If he didn't have a person to guide him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Samuel, he stands up, he runs. Did you call me? No. Now imagine if Eli was not a man of God. Goes back to sleep. Samuel. 2023, you'll still be hearing Samuel. And you'll still be running. Did you call me? That's where counsel comes in. Because the counsel is not from that person's experience alone. It's coming from that person's experience with God. So be careful who you listen to. Not all counsel is good counsel. Not all counsel is God counsel. God can speak through people, can speak through circumstances, can speak through situations, but it's not everything that you hear that is God. Praise God. Instagram is not usually where you hear God. Twitter, those ones don't even have uh, behavior. So I, I, I will be very doubtful that you hear God on Twitter. So when I say Twitter, I don't mean men of God using Twitter. I mean the, your faves that you follow. That's not who you get counsel from. You need godly counsel. Nobody 
So you have husbands and wives, and they come to me, and they're like, my wife is misbehaving and all that. And the first thing I ask is, so who does he listen to? Who does she listen to? In fact, a lot of times what I say is, who pulls his ear? That's why I use. Because it's not just I listen to this person. It's like, it's more about I obey this person. Sometimes I might not even know why he's saying I should do what, I should, what he's saying. But I listen to him and I obey him. So who is that person? Because you want me to go to your house and go and call somebody that is not submitted to me. How will that work? You will insult me. Because he is not placing value on the things you are supposedly, supposedly placing value on. Which is godly counsel. A lot of people come, oh, can, can I set up a counseling session? I'm like, so yes, when are you guys coming? And then she's like, oh, it's just me. It can't be just you because you even know what to do. The person that has a problem is at home. The person that needs to hear what we are talking about is not here. So it's one-sided. So I, I now, I, I hardly, I'll tell you to go and pray. Because it will be a waste of our time. There's nothing I will tell you that you've not, you don't know already. That's why you came to me. The person that needs to hear it, he's not here. So more often than not, it's the husbands at, uh, at home. There have been rare cases where it's the wife. But more often than not, it's the husband. So this is for the husbands. Maybe normally you don't even come to church. You don't even know why you came today. And this, you needed to hear this. Because you say you are frustrated in your marriage and all of that. We are telling you how it can work. Hear God. Submit yourself to God. Submit yourself to godly counsel. If not, just be ready for frustration. If not, sin. Praise God. Okay. All right. So, um, like I said, we are not perfect. So, it's not like because we are Christians, then marriage is easy. Pastor Yedro has shared a lot of his testimony. Pastor Yedro, you have many. <laughs> Sister Neka is going to. You have queries, huh? Hey, get to. Hey. Because it started on Wednesday, Wednesday service. Well, who was around on Wednesday service? So now we know that in their family, Sister Neka, that we should be mindful of. When you enter their house, if you're sitting anyhow before, when she enters the palace, sit up. So we heard all of that from Pastor Jethro. <laughs> because that last week, Wednesday, he said almost collect. According to him, you were there now. Like if he didn't comport, if he had said something, then he too might have collected. God forbid, have you? One day, when it's my turn to preach, I just call Sister Neka. Yeah, come and tell us your own side of the story. Because this thing is not balanced. When one person is holding a mic, you won't hear the full story. And the Bible says that you should not just hear one side of the something. So one day, just remind me, yeah? <laughs> but how did we get here now? Eh? Oh, yes. So because you are Pastor, Pastor Jesu is a Christian. Sometimes I feel he's a better Christian than even me. 
but he's not excluded from things that wisdom should show about marriage. So if he is walking, if we as Christians are walking in ignorance, we will still suffer the consequences of our ignorance. So why am I saying that? Because you're a Christian, doesn't mean you're not going to see some things and have to do some things to make the marriage work. There is no marriage that is on cruise. Um, I don't know if they sell, there, there are cars that when you drive, you can actually put it on cruise control, so you won't need to be pressing the acceleration. It just, it's just constant, Abby. Cruise control. Hey, there's no marriage that is like that. Any marriage that you are seeing working is because the people there are working very hard. They are working very hard. They are overlooking a lot of things. They are forgiving a lot of things. They are bending and twisting. If you see them in the spirit, they are like contortionists. As in the way they are twisted. Just to make this thing work. We are all here looking good. But the way they bend in the spirit for the sake of this marriage. The reason that will happen is because we are submitted to the word of God. To the dictates of the word of God. It's not a suggestion to us. That's why it's working on. It's not because we don't offend. It's not because they don't offend us. It's because the Bible has said you forgive. And that's where you need the voice of the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes you will not have the physical Bible with you. Sometimes there's no scripture to support what has happened. Or let me say, you don't know the scripture. To even help you run this part of the marriage. Sometimes it's the voice of the spirit that is going to help you. Um, I shared this story, I think sometime this week. I was getting married. I wasn't even married yet. And um, my mom did not like my wife at the beginning. So, I I got this wisdom. It's not in the Bible what to do when your mother doesn't like your wife. It's not there now. So which scripture you want to use? So every time, because I think my, wife, my mom had a complex. I think so. I think my mom was intimidated. She's not alive, so I can say it. She can't beat me. Um, so she didn't like my wife. But at the same time, my mom, there are those kind of people that will, when, 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 when they, anyway, let me not go into all of that. But if you give my mother 200 naira, the way she will celebrate you, you think you've given her 20 million. You know those kind of people, I mean? Where you do a small thing and the way they will celebrate and all that. Okay. Back to this. So every time I went to visit my wife, I got a leading by the Holy Spirit. Buy something. So I'll buy plantain. I'll buy bread. I'll buy apples. And then when I get home, I'll tell my mom, Shadi said I should give you. And then I'll call my wife to be. You just bought plantain for my mother. She's going to thank you now. Wow. So that she will now come again, which plantain? I, I just, you know, some people can be clueless like that. So let's help them. And that's how we won my mother over. To the point where, ah, that girl, she's so generous. She's so respectful. She's so... 
It's not in the Bible. It's not there. Abi? The voice of the Holy Spirit. So you can't, you cannot live your life, you cannot live your marriage outside God and it's leading. Praise God. There are some things you are going through now. You don't have to go through it. Wife, your mother-in-law, you think she's a witch. It's because you are not doing the right things. You are not allowing yourself to hear what you should do. I think so. There are very few people that are just wicked. Do you understand? Even the most wicked person, see get with who they like. And the Bible says that if a man's ways please the Lord, he will cause even his enemies to be at peace with him. And so it won't just fall. Sometimes it will come with instruction. This is what you should do so that your enemy can be at peace with you. This is the time to keep quiet. This is the time to stay back. Don't visit for a while. Other one that you enter the house and you enter a room. Don't go. You enter the house, you enter the kitchen, you enter the apart. Stop for a bit. Or for some of you, stop permanently. You are too, you are too comfortable. You are behaving like you don't have shame. It's hard to preach when you talk to a lot of people, when you have to counsel. Because now it looks like I'm talking about some people. But it's not you. It's not you. But it can be you. If you see yourself there, it's you. I'm sure you get. But honestly, um, a lot of what you need to know, a lot of what you need to do will come from the Holy Spirit. Because a lot of it is not written. Thou shalt buy plantain when you are going on Sunday nights. Thou shalt not buy plantain today. Now it's apple. It's not there. So that voice of the Spirit will be nurtured from now that you are single. I don't know what you are doing with your time. Time. The Bible says that when you are single, you are seeking how to please the Lord. So I don't know. You're not telling me you don't have time. You have time. Please the Lord. Hear his voice. Understand. Cultivate his presence. So when you enter the marriage, it will be easier. Praise God. It's the people that have entered marriage that the Bible says that you now learn how to please your wife. Your focus is shifting from the Lord, if you are not wise. I have to put down. That's, that's not in the Bible. I'm the one that added that one. <laughs> I don't know how you want to do this thing. Because you are now married. Everything will now shift to your wife. I don't know. Because it's still the Lord that will sustain it. It didn't, it didn't bring you this far just to marry, so that you now forget him. Praise God. After you married, the journey has just started. It hasn't even started. I think it's after the third child that you know that this journey has just started. Praise God. So, please, spend time praying, hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit, being led by the... And I always say this also, my time is up. I always say this also. It is not every husband that will come and say, I feel the Holy Spirit is saying that we should do this. Because a lot of us are single ladies. We are looking for that um, husband. That's it, the Spirit of God. You know, you know what I'm saying. If the not said it, it's not spiritual. No, sometimes, eh? 
some of your most on, not carnal, not, not purely fleshly, but some of the most consistent people you see in church will not be saying that the Spirit of God. But they are led by God. And they are aware of it. So you need to look beyond Christianese sometimes. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's for some single sisters in the house. Your true test is not because they said God said. It's because you can see that God is moving in their lives. Praise God. So we're going to pray for our husbands, for our wives, for ourselves, future husbands, future wives, future selves. Um, Pastor K and Pastor M, I think this one came out, Pastor K's book came out later. I don't think they came out at the same time. So, I know I saw this one in the house. I don't know what I was doing. I didn't know I needed prayers like that. But I saw this for a long time in my house before this one now showed up. So, we're going to pray. So, we have these books. This is a time. This is time to invest in your marriage. To invest in your existing marriage and your future marriage. Praise God. Don't wait till there's crisis. A lot of us, we are waiting till something major happens. You won't be ready. You won't be ready. So let's rise to our feet. Were you blessed this morning? So in essence, let me, so that we round up and you understand what we are saying. We talked about power, money, and sex. These are major things that will affect your marriage. Power, money, sex. But now today, we are rounding up with the fact that you cannot do any of these things just by following the steps of what was taught, you must be led by the Spirit of God. You must have the God factor constantly at play in what you do in your marriage. Praise God. So like I said, we're going to pray. Um, the, 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 the books are full of prayers, full of... Um, it's a journal, basically. I'm trying to remember. Okay. So I want to read the two prayers so you know which one applies to you. And then when it's time, we're going to pray together. So this is for praying for your husband. The books are available outside. I think they are 3,000 naira. Make sure you buy. Praise God. This is where we learn from. This is where we understand the voice of God and the ways of God. Praise God. All right. So this is for your husband. You are praying that, Lord, I pray that, in this case, your husband, dash, 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 will achieve his full potential. Did you hear that? He will be wealthy. He will be prosperous. He will be successful, he will be influential, and he will be well-respected. He will be a voice in this nation and his generation in Jesus' name. Okay? So, I've given you the prayer point for the um, husband. Let's see if I can remember. Okay. Now, for your wife. I declare that, put your wife's name for Lashade, is indeed a good thing and a blessing from the Lord. So after you've prayed this, you know you can't go back and say you're a useless woman. Abby? Okay. She compliments me. So compliment here is not uh, you're looking fine. Compliment as in complete. Do you understand? So complete, compliment with an E. Compliments me and meets me in the areas I need help. I declare that our relationship is strengthened together and we find your favor. This union is joined by you, Lord. Therefore, you rule in our affairs. I declare that as she brings favor into my life, she also enjoys 
favor all the days of her life in Jesus' name. Did you catch all of that? Okay, so with that in mind, pray for your spouse. With the things you've heard, that he'll be prosperous, he'll be well respected, he'll be a lover of God, he will, be, he will listen to God, he will honor God. If you, if you are not seeing it now, that's the more reason for you should be praying it. If you are not seeing these things, the more reason why you should be declaring it over your husband, over your wife. That she loves God. She is hardworking. She is resourceful. In every area that I need help, she is available to help me, to support me. God has sent her into my life to be a helper. Therefore, I receive help from my wife. I receive support from my wife. The Bible says, He that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. I enjoy favor. I enjoy favor. I have found a good thing. I will find a good thing if you, are, if you are still single. I will find a good thing. My husband is, is respected and is respectable. He is humble towards the things of God. He is meek towards the ways of God. He is meek towards the word of God. He is submitted. He is yielded. He is not proud. He treats me well. He has a fear of God. She has a fear of God. She loves God. She fears God. He fears God. And our children are seeing us, are watching us, and are learning from us. There is no aspect of my life, there is no aspect of our lives that we cannot use to teach. Because we know that it doesn't end with us. Our children will serve the Lord. Our children will love God because we love God. Not because they are told to love God. They see God at work in our lives. They see the testimonies. When they are old enough, we are going to be sharing the testimonies with them. And they will see that indeed it is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It did not end with Abraham. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, there will be continuity in our faith story. I am handing over a great inheritance and it's not just in money. I'm handing over a great legacy to my children and they will learn, I continue the same line, this same legacy to their own children, their children's children till Jesus comes. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise. And while we are praying, if you are not born again, you are already at a disadvantage. You are disadvantaged. It's a cost already. Because you cannot do this right. So if you are not born again, I would like you to just lift your hand high above your head. We are all standing. Just lift your hand so I can pray with you. So you begin to enjoy the fullness of the blessings of marriage. There are only so many ways you can run the steps. After a while, you'll get frustrated. Because life is dynamic. 
Life will not always listen to step one, two, and three. So sometimes you need a wisdom, a noun word from God about what to do concerning your marriage. So if you are not born again, just lift your hand high above your head. Let me quickly pray with you. Do we have anybody in the house? Praise God. Can we celebrate God? Praise God. Can we celebrate God some more?